Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. So a couple months ago, I did a show, maybe about two or three weeks after the tragic Vegas shooting and I was asking questions. I was asking questions why this happened. I was asking questions why this story seems to be disappearing. And I said I would do a follow-up show to it in a couple months because I figured at the time, by now, there would be a motive. There would be something released on the shooter, Stephen Paddock. Um, Again, you're in Las Vegas, Nevada. You're in a a very popular hotel. There's got to be some security cam footage of him even just entering the hotel or leaving the hotel or placing uh, luggage onto a, a luggage cart with a, with a bellhop, something that shows him inside the casino uh, or leaving a- anything because you couldn't, have, you couldn't have brought all those guns up in two trips. I thought for sure when I did that episode two months ago that, they would have a clear-cut motive. Uh, they would have footage released. They would tell you the who, what, where, when, and why all of this took place and how, how it took place. So far, we've got nothing on it. Um, I remember maybe last month, his brother got uh, arrested for, for child pornography and is in jail. The other one is um, in some psych ward or something. Um, And we still have zero information on this guy, what really happened. And, and there's no, the troubling thing about this is, is there is no, there's no mention of this story whatsoever in the press anymore. I mean, I, you, you have to, to fight to find a, a a piece of, of news on this, 
on this guy. And nobody seems to be asking questions about it, which I, I find fascinating. So tonight, uh, we're going to do a follow-up episode and uh, call some people on, on what their thoughts are on, on why this hasn't been solved yet, uh, why there is no motive that's been revealed, why we have no answers of what the fuck actually went down in Las Vegas on October 1st uh, at the Mandalay Bay uh, Resort and Casino. So uh, I'm going to be calling people here in a second. As you know, we got some sponsors who pay for the show to be on the air. And uh, I'm going to hammer them out. We're going to hammer them out and get to it so we can, we can get some calls. Uh, first and foremost, um, brand new sponsor. They are taking over for uh, all of 2018 and now. We're talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Whew. Uh, very fortunate that they're, uh, they, they wanted to take over the show. Not only is it the best coffee I've ever had, but they're, the guys who own it are also my best friends in real life. So I, I couldn't be happier or prouder to promote their brand and their product. Uh, I drink it every fucking day. I'm a K-Cup guy, so I get the K-Cup shipped to my house. Um, the reason I dig that is because I'm, I'm a, I was never a big coffee guy in the first place. Didn't, I n- never really liked the taste of it. Uh, I had some Black Rifle. I was fortunate to go out there and uh, their master roaster, Edwin, made me a cup. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is really good. And I, I ended up ordering a, a subscription of the month, um, which they have. And uh, I never went back. I never went back. I used to send my wife to, to Costco and uh, to, to get some coffee. But uh, they were Black Rifle Coffee's K-Cups were beating it by about five bucks um, per what I was getting before. And they're delivering it to my fucking house. So I don't even have to leave. And uh, I, I will never go back to another coffee again. I love it more than life. Uh, get a subscription. Uh, join the coffee club. It is a premium roast uh, that is, man, they have like a million different flavors of it. So I don't want to tie it down to just one. Uh, I, I use the caffeinated as fuck. My wife drinks the just black. Just get the, the fucking coffee. It's, it's incredible. Go to blackriflecoffee.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at blackriflecoffee.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we've got straightrazors.com. Uh, straightrazors.com is the, it's, that's the gift you need to get uh, the bro in your life for Christmas. Talking about that dad, that brother, that uncle, that cousin. Whatever. Uh, if, you, if you just want to show them you're a fucking big shot, get them a get them a goddamn shaving kit. They'll think you're rich as fuck. They'll have no idea that you use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off, and you were virtually stealing the goddamn kit. Number one ranked aftershave in the world. Number one ranked cologne in the world. It's called Smolder. Uh, try a bottle of that if you don't believe me. It's just my it's my fucking jam. I use it. I really do use this shit every fucking day. By the way, all, all the sponsors that I say. Um, their straight razors are amazing. If you're worried about using a straight razor for the first time, they get a safety razor, which is also awesome. And uh, also awesome. Man, that's a tough one. I, don't know, I, I can't believe that came out of my mouth. Um, and they also have a shampoo and conditioner now, which is fucking incredible. So go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That'll make a really, really great uh, Christmas gift or a stocking stuffer, for real. Uh, next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Yeah, talking about four original flavors. Uh, they got to make America grape again, lemon, orange, and of course the original. They get a 750 milliliter bottle that sits on your 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 countertop or bar top. 
You can just pop a couple squirts in and boom, boom, be on your way. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch full of energy. You don't need the can anymore, kids. You can kick the can. Uh, we don't need Monster, Red Bull, Kickstart, none of that shit. Uh, this is just a box of it. You get 10 in a box for nine ninety five. Squeeze into any liquid you could possibly think of. Um, I, I love it with LaCroix. I'm a LaCroix man myself. Or a Spindrift. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. They also have a subscription plan, which is fucking dope. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, that's StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, we're talking about A Night She Cries While He Rides a Steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes, written by Ross Michael Master Antonio Orenthal James Patterson. I uh, appreciate everybody buying this book. Everybody who's bought the book is just like, Jesus Christ, you weren't lying. It's the funniest book of all time. It really is. Uh, and not because I'm fucking rad, but that's, I mean, that's partially true. But uh, this is one of the first times that, that a publisher of this magnitude, in this case, Simon & Schuster, let someone write something so fucking crazy and like there's, you know, like, I don't know nude pictures and shit like that like it is fucking crazy it is currently i I used to say go to bookstores but it's sold out a lot of bookstores and it just sold out on amazon yesterday so uh some people have been hitting me up it's it it, the fucking thing's everywhere it's on walmart.com barnesandnoble.com all that shit so you can find it and get it that's that's another great stocking stuffer where you're like ah this is nice um i don't they spend a lot of money on the fucking cover too um good on them i I'm, i'm fucking Stoked about it. Uh, all right, let's dive into the show, shall we? I'm going to start calling people right now. Hello. Is this Blake? It is. Hey, what's up, man? It's Ross Patterson. How are you? I'm pretty good, dude. How you doing? Fucking rad, man. Um, weird night, right? It is a weird night. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? I did, I did an episode on Ross Patterson Revolution uh, about six weeks ago about the Vegas shooting conspiracy because I, I was, I was pissed off about it, and I, I did this episode and I said, look, my, my, my thought process at the time was that they would have somebody, they would have a motive by now, and uh, some footage would be released to the public. You kind of know what the fuck's going down, and then I was, I, I said I would do a follow up show and 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 kind of tell everybody about it or see what everybody thought. All, all this time has gone by, and we have no fucking answers. W- what's your theory on this? What I think is the whole thing was just a fucking setup, to be completely honest with you. Number one, there's there's no way this guy got all that equipment up in his room, disassembled a fucking window, offed himself, left a note, and then all of a sudden just the story drops off the face of the earth. Right? Then like, there was up, there was, it's weird. It is weird. And then all of a sudden these survivors, oh, there's a hit and run accident, car accident. The uh, What was it like a wife and uh, husband blew up in a car full of fire and there's no answers. And all of a sudden it just fell off the face of the earth. You don't hear about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear about it at all. The brother got arrested for what? Child pornography? Of course. Yeah. You could just tell by the way his whole persona was during that interview, but you know, that's not a surprise. Yeah. 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 Um, I, and, but I think it was the other one uh, too, like where it was just like, Jesus Christ. Um, so, so, okay. Now that you, you, you have what you, you think is out there, who do you think did this and why? It's going to sound dumb, but maybe this guy 
had a hand in it. Like me, I've been military for 11 years now, half active, half guard. That that wasn't just one rifle. That was surely a bell-fed rifle. It was. So you have helicopters going around. No one saw shit. How long did it take for, you know, authorities to get up there? Some bigger organization had something to do with this. Maybe it was, you know, an anti-Trump, because if you think about it, hey, probably 99.99% of those people at that concert were Trump supporters. Sure. This guy took the fall for it, and he was an avid leftist Democrat. So a bigger picture of who runs the country, because it's not the government, but... Right. I don't want to. I don't want to say Illuminati because that's just too far off. Yeah, yeah. Say it sounds nuts, but like, um, I will say this: if 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 Trump knew anything about it, don't you think he would just come out on Twitter? Like, like as crazy as that sounds, don't you think he would just come out and be like, "Hey, man, shit's fucked up here." Like, I, I don't understand what happened. Let's get to the bottom of it. Or do you think he knows? And and maybe there's some back deal where it's like, "Hey, man, this would freak out the American public too much." Fuck no, man. I'm still waiting for him to release the fucking JFK files, fucking Area 51 shit. He's looking. He knew about. Yeah, he knew about this. Yeah, Trump would fucking say something. That's what I think too. Um, uh, but I will say, look, he's dropping the JFK files, which has been awesome. Like, if you've read those, uh, and there has been some fucking gems in there. Um, which you know, I've gone through a lot of them. I can only imagine now what. What still hasn't been released? Because what's been released thus far was pretty mind-altering. Um, yeah, it's just like, what, what, what the fuck am I reading? I just, there has to be more. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, there's got to be a lot more. Because I, I was surprised they le- they released the file that said that the government was thinking about planting bombs in Miami to look to make it look uh, like it was, you know, pro-Castro living down there and shit like that, and they were infiltrating the country. And I, I was surprised they released that, where I was like, shit, if they would do that back then in the 60s, what's to stop something like this Vegas shooting from happening now? You know, our own government. Exactly. And of course, like, you know, you have the Vegas shooting that happened back in October, October 1st. It was headlines for like a week, maybe. And it just fucking disappeared. Gone. So and then it, other stuff keeps happening. Like, for example, the fucking dumbass that tried to blow himself up with a pipe bomb that it just caught his clothes on fire. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just, <laughs> it's, it's like America, something really bad happens and then up oh, zero days since our last incident. So let's try to get higher. So I don't know, man, it's just too much shit's going on. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's super strange. And it's really frustrating. Um, because it was, you know, what, what, one of the biggest mass shootings in, in U S history and we have no answers. Nobody's talking about it. And it's just swept under the rug. Uh, really crazy. It is really crazy, man. Really crazy. We need, we need to figure the fuck out. That's, that's what, what I. That's do. what I say. That's what I say. I, I, I figure this. The more you keep talking about it and at least try to keep it in the public, I, m- maybe people will ask for more answers. So I, that's that's why we're doing this show. And uh, look, I appreciate you uh, you being on the show tonight. Oh yeah, brother. It's not a problem. All right. Thanks, Blake. Yeah, man. Bye, buddy. Bye. Is this Daniel? Yeah. Hey, man, it's Ross Patterson. What's going on? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm up here at work. Oh yeah, where, where are you working at? At uh, place uh, 
Okay, sure, sure. Uh, we're talking about the, the the Vegas shooting conspiracy again tonight. Um, again, I yeah. did a, I did a show on this about six weeks ago, and I said I would do a follow up show and update the audience on what happened. You know, figuring that there would be more information uh, out to us, and there there hasn't been anything whatsoever. Uh, no, it's fucking disappeared. Yeah, what do you what do you think's going on? Man, honestly, I did, I've never been a conspiracy person, but I started kind of digging around on this one, and the one theory that I saw that made the most sense to me was the possibility that it was some kind of FBI or other agency undercover sting that went horribly wrong. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've, seen, I, I've heard that theory out there. Uh, I've heard it like, po- like a possible, like, uh, uh, like a gun, like dealing guns. Is that is that what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah. And, and, what? And and you think that's a possibility? That's the one that makes the most sense on why it would be why it would just disappear so quick and no one's wanting to talk about it anymore. Because I mean, if it was like the FBI or something like that, why the fuck are they gonna? keep digging into shit sure so so let me let me ask you this um so let, let's say it was a gun deal gone bad why kill all of yeah. those people then i say my thought on it was was the people supposedly that might have been there to buy the weapons found the guy out killed him and then did all the shit and then got the and then they got the fuck out of there. Wow. I, I, look, that's a, that would be an interesting thing. So uh, do you think it's just one gun then? Let me ask you that. I, I don't think it's just one gun. And do you, do you think it was a bump it stock? It doesn't sound like just one gun. It don't sound like <laughs> one gun or one gunman to me. Like maybe a group of people. I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of speculation on this particular theory on who was supposedly there buying the weapons or whatever. But I kind of, I just got to, the way I look, the way I believe it would be like a group of, uh, the group of the bad guys were there to buy the weapons and they, something happened. They figured the guy out that he was informant or law enforcement, killed him, turned the guns on the crowd and got the fuck out of there. Because, I don't know if you've seen where they were talking about where they were shooting. Like, there was reported shooters in, like, the other casinos. I don't know how valid those reports were. Yeah, yeah. Those stories kept popping up. Yes, I saw that. Uh, I saw what the people claimed in the Bellagio that that they were, you know, they were shooting. And there uh, there was somebody else inside of Caesars that also claimed that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I... I, uh, Man, that would be a crazy theory then. Uh, who would be the people then that would shoot Americans? So obviously it would have to be somebody from a different country, right? Yeah, that's what I that that would be who I would think. I will, I don't I don't wouldn't be able to speculate who, but that's what I think it's some foreign entity that was working to make a firearms deal which man, our our government has been accused of that before. Right. All right. Uh, I, I, look, that's that, that is certainly one that has been floating out there. And uh, man, I look. I appreciate the time tonight, Daniel. Yeah, 
Hey, no problem, man. All right. You have a good night. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Bye, buddy. Hi, is this Joshua? Yeah, it is. Hey, what's up, man? It's Ross Patterson. Ross, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing, man? I can't complain and can't complain, man. Hell yeah. Well, dude, I, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me on uh, Ross Patterson Revolution tonight about the Vegas shootings. Um, we still For have sure. no answers, and we're we're you know two and a half months later. What, what do you what do you think happened, and, and why has this fucking story disappeared so fast? Dude, um, you know it, it just seems it, it seems fishy from like the get go. Um, you know when we when we see like, shootings in other situations, um, you know we get pretty quick answers, and we get we get pretty quick solid. Hey, this is what's happened, and you know this is the person, and there's their background. With this guy, it's like they conjured up his brother. Um, his brother ends up being you know a criminal, um, and then it disappears out of the news. And it, it seemed to me like a failed attempt at either a gun grab or a serious failed attempt at even more so um, serious failed attempt at, you know, looking into people's information a lot more, man. And that's, I mean, that's pure and simple what it is. I mean, in, you know, whether you like Trump or not, or, you know, the current administration or stuff like that, I mean, I think there's, there's forces that are beyond just a shooting that are in the government, you know, to the side of, you know, now there's, there's people fighting on one side saying, Hey, look, you're not looking into our shit anymore. You're not grabbing guns anymore. We're going to stand up to you, you know, back the hell off. And then there's the other side that has been fighting since, you know, Clinton era, you know, stuff like that, Bushes, Clintons and whatnot that are like, Hey, look, we want to look into more of your personal information. We want to grab your guns, you know, stuff like that. And I, I think that's what it was. I really think it was just a failed pathetic attempt at it. And, um, you know, I don't know, man. It just—it's fishy, dude. It is fishy from yeah, the get-go. I, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a stab at, at uh, your your gun deal gone bad theory. Um, yeah, I've heard somebody else mention this earlier, and I, I've heard it in the news before. Yeah, my question is: uh, Do you think that then that Stephen Paddock was working for the government, and that he was he was part of the deal? You know what, Ross? I mean, you hear like, I don't know. I mean, it goes all the way back to, you know, pre, you know, post-World War II, um, you know, Cold War, all that stuff. You know, and you hear about the islands. I mean, you hear like Jesse Ventura's shit and stuff like that about the islands off the court, uh, coast of New York. And, you know, how, how you know, the United States has taken people and, you know, done human testing on them. And, you know, you hear all that stuff. And it, it, you kind of sit there sometimes and you go, eh. And then you hear something like this and it kind of makes you go, all right, well, they were they pumping information in this dude's head and screwing around with them. You know, there's there's the reports of, yeah, there was a second guy that went that showed up at the room. Um, you know, this guy thought he was buying guns or selling guns and he wanted to go out in a blaze of glory. And then you hear the other side of it where it's, you know, he was he failed at at gambling finally. You know, he was apparently he was pretty successful and then maybe he had a bad night. and He just decided, you know what, I'm done. Um, right. You know, and you, and you see that all the time, Ross. I mean, you know, we, we talk about, you know, the 22 and, um, you know, we see that with veterans and whatnot, where it's like all of a sudden somebody takes their life and you and you don't. This is a person you look at and you go, what the hell? Like, I had no idea that they were in that kind of mental state, you know, so there's there's two sides to it. 
I, I honestly, there's, there's enough of it that I feel like there's something behind, okay, maybe this guy was mentally disturbed. And we see that with all these mass shootings. You know, you see it in Colorado in the theater. You see it with all these. All these mass shootings have to do with around somebody who is mentally disturbed. Sure. And, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's not a gun problem in this country. It's a mental health issue. And that's what it is. And it's like, okay, are they preying on this dude? You know, and, and this guy's got a mental health problem and they start pumping information to him. They kind of twist him a little bit and they get what they want out of it as a as a gun grab. I mean, I that's the question that, that has been raised in my head over the last, I don't know, two or three weeks at least where I've gone. You know what? This got really fucking quiet, really fucking fast. And it doesn't make any sense, because if you look at like BLM and you look at some of those other ones where they're media media induced you know, situations, these people, you know, the media pumps it. And and if the media was pumping it and they were trying to use the media to get guns or they're trying to use the media to further a story, why did it get so quiet? That's what doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, and that, cause that's what I don't understand either. If, if you, if that was the overall motive of like, all right, let's say it was, you know, the government or, or uh, you know, like the democratic party or, or yeah. you know, I've, I've yeah. heard that before as well the story wouldn't have gone quiet. They would have kept no. using this and then jamming this in people's faces over and yeah. over and over again to try to get more, uh, to pass more gun control laws. Absolutely. Uh, and that, that hasn't happened either. And yeah, this is not, this is, this would be Nancy Pelosi's like soapbox of all soapboxes. Oh boy. And yeah. she hasn't said no. shit. No. It's like, what the hell? Her, Chuck Schumer, not, not, nobody said oh shit. And it's, nobody has done anything. Yeah. You, usually this is, you know, their fight song, take back my oh, life yeah. song, you know? Heck yeah. Um, Heck yeah. so I, I find, I, I even find it strange from, from that side. Cause when this, when this all shook out, you know, October 1st, uh, and then Hillary came out the next day and said, could you imagine if there were silencers? I thought, all right, yeah. you know, like I kind of lean that Here way of like, maybe, yeah, maybe it was like a democratic thing and yep. we're trying to get more gun control laws or whatever. But then nobody from the democratic parties said fucking anything about it. Um, right. and I, I almost feel like it's a, it's a, it's like a Washington secret that we don't know. And they all well, have I the mean, answers. And we don't, we don't. I mean, there's a, there's all these, you know, and, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that I will sit there and I will watch mainstream media. I'll watch the back, you know, the backwoods media, if you will, um, you know, the Infowars and stuff like that. And I'll watch kind of the full gamut of it and go, okay, what am I going to gather from all this? Because I mean, if you sat there and just truly only watched Infowars or you truly only watched Fox News or CNN or MSNBC, you're going to have a very twisted view of what actually is going on, period. Oh, yeah. yeah. But. But what does come up and what does not make any sense whatsoever is, like you said, there one, no soapbox. Two, it got quiet. And then the, the only thing, Ross, and this is what's come out now. And I mean, if you look at like this national reciprocity bill that's been put up and, and is being voted on, dude, it opens up the doors for the California legislation on guns to literally wash across the United States. It's a bad bill. Like, it's bad. Yeah, it gives you national reciprocity, but the doors are left way too wide open for the California gun laws to actually be enacted across the, the other you know, states out there that are not nearly as, as controlled. And one of those things is like the stupid duck paddle, like weird behind the pistol grip bullshit. And, you know, and then obviously you've got, you know, the bump stocks and all this other stuff. 
but it's been proven time and time again, like somebody could sit there and use their finger effectively and very quickly, and they could use all this training and they could fire rapidly and all this other stuff. So I think what happened is they figured out that their message was crap. And they were like, oops, we messed up. And they made it look bad because, okay, we're going to do this shooting in a place where there are, you know, blue and red blooded Americans that love the country, love God, love their neighbors, love their friends. And these are wholesome country people. And it kind of fell apart on them. You know, I, I don't know, man. It's just weird as hell. Yeah, That's what yeah. it comes down to. Let me ask you one more question before before we get out of here. Do you, yeah, sure, man. Do you, do you think it was a bump stock? Or do you think it was one shooter? You know what, dude? It You know, you listen to it, and, um, you know, again, you know, you hear all these analysts on, on you know, the, the YouTube gun analysts. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know? there's, there's a lot and, of them. Uh, there's a lot oh of them out God, there. Yeah. All of a sudden, somebody's got 400,000 views on his YouTube channel because he's got a different perspective of the video, and it sounds like 23 shooters all at once, you know? Um, dude, it, you know, from what I can tell, it sounded to me, and, and I'm definitely not an expert, but it sounded to me, yeah, it sounds like there's two, two different shooters based on the reports of the rifle and stuff like that. But at the same token, we all know that if you, held, if you hold a cell phone and you're videoing, you can get deer, you can get weird sounds. I mean, it's not a 360 degree, you know, microphone and it's not the sure. quality. Yeah. Yeah. So, the mi- the microphones aren't know, the best. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you really tell that from like some dude driving underneath the hotel and it sounds like the gunfire, you know what? No, but I find it very, very strange. This is the thing that I found strange. This guy is not a young, young dude. You know, this guy's in his sixties. He's hauled up hundreds of pounds of ammunition and guns into the hotel based on the reports, virtually unnoticed, and nobody really raised a red flag on it. And I mean, I've been to SHOT Show. I mean, I, you know, I've, you know, hung out with Matt and and Rocco and all them at SHOT Show and everything like that. So you you see all the guns and stuff, but that's not at that time of year. You know, it's at a completely different time of year. So it should raise a red flag. I would tend to believe that there was another shooter it just doesn't make sense that's a lot of ammunition supposedly a lot of ammunition being poured down without you know uh, without somebody else involved it it just seems weird whether there was a second actual physical shooter or not there had to have been help there had to have been help it just doesn't seem right you know yeah i'm 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 with you i'm with you on that and like that security guard that all of a sudden up and disappeared that seems weird yeah, you know, he did Ellen. He was scheduled to do, I think, Han- right. Hannity. He did Ellen, yeah. but, you know, there was a softball questions, and then yep. he's gone. Uh, yeah. You, you mean don't to, hear of him anymore. No, and you mean to tell me that nobody wanted to pay him to do an interview? Um, yeah. That's crazy. Like, and, we're and, 60 minutes on that guy. Exactly. You know? Like, you know, in today's world, um, you're look, you're on 60 minutes the, the following week. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not only that, but you have no, f- you still haven't released any footage of him just walking in, 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 or out of the hotel. Exactly, Ross. Exactly. I mean, they show the video of like holes busted open in, in, in the hotel. They've got that. They show a very short, very mushy video of entry into the room. And, you know, you catch like pictures of, of the weapons on the floor and partial picture of his feet and they're saying oh he had 
he had basically what was a doping, um, you know, a doping, you know, map and or a doping mathematics there for him, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like for a guy who supposedly did not shoot guns on an active basis, a guy who didn't collect guns, a guy who wasn't known to buy guns, all of a sudden has an arsenal and is is doping. I mean, is this guy Rain Man? I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, it's just, not it's not only not only would he have to be Rain Man, he would have to be physically fit enough. Yeah, to haul all that shit up or pay a bellman, which I mean, e- either one is fine. So let's say you're paying oh, yeah. a bellhop. There would oh, be yeah. there would be a, a, a evidence of that of the bellhop coming up the stairs or you having a transaction with the bellhop. Um, and he was in his sixties. If if you have exactly. th- that much ammunition, like that's that's a lot, and it's heavy. Exactly, it's a heavy exactly. for a man that age who doesn't have any military background. We're, so we're not we're not talking to Marcus Luttrell or Tim Kennedy here. We're talking about a sixty two year old accountant that plays freaking poker. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, this is yeah. This thing, this guy had, and, and from what I remember, and I may be wrong, and I stand corrected if I am. This guy even has no military background or experience. And and he's not a he's not an avid shooter and he he wasn't known to own guns. It just doesn't add up, Ross. It no. really doesn't. No, uh, it, it doesn't. And uh, man, uh, this was a fascinating conversation. I Joshua, I appreciate I you being agree, on the man. show, man. Yeah, for sure, brother. For sure, anytime, man. Awesome, man. Hey, thanks for letting me be a part of your night. Hey, hey, same here, brother. And uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing you soon, man. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. All right, talk to you later, buddy. Bye. Bye, bye. Is this Wes? Yeah. Wes, it's Ross Patterson. Oh, holy shit. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Is this is this real? Are you in Canada? Is that is that true? Yeah, man. You got me on Facebook. You can check it in. Yeah, no, no, I no, I know. Um, but but a lot of people commented underneath of like, no, you can't call Canada. Yeah, we can call Canada, right? We're fucking Americans. You can call Wes. anybody you want. It's a real country. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it is, Wes. Uh so so let me ask you, do you live there? Or, or are you visiting? No, no, I'm, I live here. Okay, cool, cool. So, uh, have you been have you been following this this Vegas shooting then over the last couple months? Oh yeah, and, oh, like as much as I can. Like it's it's been in the news up here, but we pretty much got to follow well, like American news and get shit off Twitter and stuff for it. But yeah, well, look, the reason I ask is here it's kind of died. Um, this story has died maybe maybe about four or five weeks ago. And it's it's been super strange to me, and I can't figure it out. What what do you think is going on? I don't know, man. If to me, it feels like they're hiding something. Like they either have information they don't want to release, or they know something. I mean, like you look at every other shooting, instantly all the information gets released. Yes, instantly. This one they've been silent. And I mean, aren't like the sheriffs and everything from Vegas retiring this year? Yeah, I, I I've heard that. Um, you know, the the one sheriff, it seemed like for for a few weeks, like he was almost giving too much info away, and then then he backed off of that. He was contradicting his own statements, and uh, I can't figure that fucking guy out for the life of me. Um, and I don't know if they put a muzzle on him or whatever, but uh, I, I you know I would figure like maybe the FBI or somebody would release some footage or statement or something, and that hasn't happened either. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's a fucking Vegas casino. Like, there's 
10,000 cameras yeah. in that building. Millions. Nobody's seen anything. I mean, uh, it's crazy, right? Nothing adds up with it. I mean, like, sure, like, sure, a guy could sneak in a couple cases of weapons and ammo and stuff, like, piecemeal it in. Sure, I guess that's possible, but someone's going to notice something. Like, one would think they obviously must have information, and for some reason, they just, they just don't want to share it. Or, or or some security cam footage. Um, I'm heading back there in January for for shot show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in and just and just see what they say. I'd just be curious to talk to somebody who worked there and see what they say. Um, be careful, man. They might suicide you. <laughs> Look, if I do, I've done all that I could in this world, and I feel pretty positive about about all of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, I can imagine, man. I mean, between those movies, like, uh, <laughs> like you've left your mark on the world. I, th- I think so. I think I did all right. I got a couple books coming out next year. Like that's uh, like I'm good enough. I'm good enough. Uh, let me ask you this: How, how long have you lived in Canada? Uh, Thirty-two years minus deployments and stuff. All right. So, so let me ask you this: There was another conspiracy up there uh, for a while, and then it got solved. Do you remember the Barbie and Ken killers? Kinda. It was a it was a good looking dude and his wife. Her name was Carla. Uh, Carla, like Homolka. That's yeah. it. That's it. Um, uh, so that story is you know the they murdered like thirty people. She flipped on the husband, said she was abused, testified against him, got twelve years in jail, and then they found all the tapes in the garage two days after the trial had ended, um, and they had videotaped the both of them killing all these girls in Canada. And it was like one of the biggest, you know, serial killers in Canada of all time. The reason why I bring up yeah, this he's story. Still in jail, but she's out. Yeah, she's out. She's out. Yeah, he, he's in because she she flipped on him. So he's in jail for, you know, four consecutive life terms or whatever it is. She got out after 12 yeah. years, but they found all the tapes of the two of them doing this. The reason why I bring this story up specifically to you is this is just because a case ends doesn't mean information doesn't keep coming out. So even in the case of Absolutely. the most infamous serial killers in Canada, they still kept digging. And when they found these tapes, it came out a few weeks afterwards that, that was like, oh, my God, she was a part of this, too. Why is there not an oh, my God moment of this fucking story where someone has come out later and said, holy shit, here's what really went down? I don't know. Man. I, like someone huge, like someone's got power or money. Someone's in charge of it. And. I don't, know, I don't know how they can keep it so under wraps. I don't either. How huge scale it was. And I mean, like people stopped asking questions. Everybody's just been like, oh, whatever. And they're just on to the next thing. Like, oh, Trump this, Trump that. Oh, Kim Jong-un. Oh, nukes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, what about this major fucking event that just happened that they're not telling you about? It's 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 fascinating that that. you have this belief in Canada and like I have this belief here, but like the news here is centralized on you know Trump, Russia, uh, North Korea, all that shit. Um, I'm used to that aspect of it, but like a story like this disappearing, I'm not. The fact that that you see it too in Canada is is crazy. Um, so shit, man. Well, hey, Wes, I I look, I appreciate you being on the show tonight, and uh, dude, thanks for listening to the show up in Canada. Yeah, no worries, man. Thanks for giving me a shout. I told, I came up private numbers like no way <laughs> dude i call i call everybody i try to answer all the messages it gets it gets tough but fuck it i, I try 
Um, and I look, yeah, I, that's why I was like, can you call it Canada? I figured like I throw a little something extra in there. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I, like, why not? So look, there has been people though. I haven't been able to call where it's like, I'm in Bangladesh and I'm like, ah, I don't, I, I, <laughs> yeah. the iPhone won't connect me. I don't, I don't fucking know. But uh, Canada, yeah, yeah I, I just cool. found out it's doable. You're the first person I've called in Canada on this phone, so. Nice. Yeah, man, well, I, look, I appreciate you being on, and uh, have a great night up in Canada. Yeah, you too, bro. All right, bye, buddy. Hello? Hi, this is Rick. Hey, what's up, Ross? What's up, dude? How are you, man? Good, how you been, man? Man, I've been good. I've been good. A uh, little disappointed in this fucking Vegas story. Dude, I, when we talked about this last time, uh, actually, we talked about it on the 6th of October because that was the night you called me. We did. Uh, we, we did. Yeah. And uh, so, and if you remember correctly, I, I said, hey, man, I, I assume we'll have some answers here in the next month or so. And I'll do a follow-up show and all of that shit. We got nothing, Rick. Nothing whatsoever. It's like it, like it never happened. It's fallen off. It, it's completely fallen off the radar of any, you know, news media. I mean, nothing. There's, there's nothing about it. Like nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. So the the reason, like, I, I wanted to get in touch with you again tonight from that last episode is, uh, you, you had a lot of interesting theories. So, so far, I mean, look, look. So far, there's been nothing. Literally nothing. The guy got a, the brother got arrested for child pornography. Um. That's about it. We got nothing out of the girlfriend, nothing out of any of this shit. W- what do you think is going on now, and why has this story disappeared? Well, you know, um, with the brother, with the brother that got that got uh, that got arrested for the child porn, that wasn't the brother we saw on TV, right? There, there was another brother that they said that Correct. they had already been investigating. Yep. Before all of this even came about. Correct. Yes. So there's that, but I'm. If nothing, if, 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 if movies hasn't, and this is going to sound stupid, but if movies haven't taught us anything and if history hasn't taught us anything, usually when things just kind of fade into the back and out of the light, especially something of this magnitude and of this caliber, then there has to be someone with a little bit more power that's controlling all of it. I mean, and that's obviously where the conspiracy comes through is that maybe Maybe everybody wasn't crazy after all. Maybe the government was, in fact, involved somehow and is trying to avoid a black eye on themselves, whatever agency that might be. Yeah. You know? I, 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 I like this one is so odd to me that, you know, another caller had an interesting point earlier that I, I really haven't thought about where initially when this happened, a lot of people blame the Democratic Party. And said, oh, they're going after guns and, and they want more gun laws and, and this was a setup. Why haven't we heard any Democrats since then bring up this this shooting over and over and over again? One would think that this would be, you know, a soapbox fucking shooting where it's like, well, you know, we still have a problem with guns from this, you know, this Vegas shooting. We've heard nothing from either either side of the aisle on this. Yeah, and and it's crazy because I mean, even when, you know, the uh the school shooting with with the children i mean that went on for forever and, and people are you know continuously talking about that and trying to use it as a platform for you know for their arguments on on gun control but here it you know it talked about it for a week or two and then after that it just faded away and no one ever brought it up again and you would think 
especially with some of these state, you know, uh, uh, elections going on, that that would be one thing that Democrats would be trying to, you know, use as a uh, as a pushing point Absolutely. for them to get elected. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and nothing. There's there's not a single person that's coming up. I mean, even the media, nobody in the media is even coming out saying, you know, why haven't we heard this? Why haven't we had updates about this incident? And and about this, you know, about this person, what happened to the brother that was, you know, that got, you know, picked up for child pornography? What, you know, where is the uh, where's the investigation and why haven't we heard any, you know, anything about it? But there's literally nothing. I mean, it still to this day, there's still no footage from inside the hotel. I Not there. one not one uh, frame has been released, not even a picture of exactly. him walking in or out out of the hotel and I find that extremely odd. Like usually, you get all of that shit by now. We've got we've got none of it altogether, and nobody it, again, Democrat, Republican, nobody's saying anything about this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, super strange. I think something fucked up happened. I also think our government knows about it, but I, you know, I don't think we're going to get that answer at this point. No, uh, which, I don't think I don't think so either. And and you know, with the with incidents like. Fast and Furious, and you know, with 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 everything that happened there, the uh, the government lost all those weapons that ended up in Mexico and ended up killing a bunch of other people. Um, you know, maybe this was another another deal that they were, you know, maybe possibly trying to get a hold of someone, you know, more important, and it backfired, and you know, it was used against them, or I. I I have no idea which way to go with this because there's a million and different, you know, million and one ways that you can, you can try to analyze and rationalize, you know, why this happened and why they, why they're taking, you know, why they're not taking any interest anymore. Because to me, it's like they just up and forgot about it like it never happened. Yeah, or or you know they forgot about it on purpose, and that and that's what well, yeah. I that's what I think it is. So it, no, I, I I definitely believe that's what it is. I mean, because I mean this is the worst shooting and the worst attack, you know, in U S history. So yeah. In yeah. U S history. Yeah. As far as the shooting is concerned for a mass you know, shooting. Yes. Correct. A ma- yeah. For a mass shooting. It's, this should be on the forefront of everybody's minds and the topic that everybody should be talking about. And all of these, you know, C- you know, hate to say it, but you know, CNN, you know, uh, you know, ABC, whoever, you know, all these other news sites, and nobody's touching it. Yeah, yeah, nobody's touching it. Uh, I'm, I'm head. Look, I'm heading out to Vegas next month, so I'm gonna stop in and see if I, I, I'm gonna try to pay an employee to see if I can talk to him. Um, should oh, be super. That would be interesting. I know. Should be super fascinating if, if it goes down. But uh, if they're all in on it as well, like I, I don't know what to say. But e- either way, man, I wanted to call you back, and uh, I appreciate you doing the the first episode. I appreciate you doing this episode. No, thank you for giving me a call, man. Give me the opportunity. It's uh, it's always it's always uh, you know, it's cool to be able to be a part of uh, be a part of the podcast and be able, you know to be able to speak on on here with you guys. Hell yeah, man! Well, hey, we appreciate you. Have a good night. You too, brother. Take care. All right, bye. Hello, Dustin Black. This is him. What's up, man? It's Ross Patterson. How are you doing, dude? I'm awesome. I'm awesome, awesome. man. You may, I, so I, I tried to call you on the first Vegas conspiracy episode. Yes, you did, and uh, I never go out. And once you know it, I drink some beers at the bar, 
And totally missed your call. <laughs> <laughs> and and tonight's your your ninth anniversary. It is. Yep, nine year wedding anniversary. Congratulations! Yep. What's your well, thank what, you very much. What's your wife's name? Shelly. Shelly, tell Shelly I said said happy anniversary. That's awesome. I I absolutely will. Uh, well, look, a, as you know, Dustin, we're 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 doing the follow up episode to the, the to the Vegas shooting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you listened to the last one, but uh, on it. Um, I said we'd probably have answers within a month or two on this. Uh, two months have, have now passed. Not only do we not have answers, we don't have anything. Um, what, what do you think went down? Man, it is it is completely wild. Uh, I mean, I've followed it pretty deeply. I did catch the majority of that last podcast. A lot of people hit on like a lot of things that I'm thinking. I think everybody's kind of thinking the same thing on this. I mean, it's really weird. Uh, there are a lot of theories out there about, you know, uh, who he really was type thing or what he was really doing. Sure. And I just have a lot of like just unanswered questions that are like kind of pointing in a weird direction, I guess, when you put all the questions together, it's the way I'm kind of looking at it. You right. Know? But uh, to me, you know, the, okay. My questions follow along the lines of like, okay, this guy by himself injured 580 something people. Right. Right. And killed, 60 something of them i mean that yeah i, I want to say 56 maybe yeah 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 i mean pretty close but uh i mean that those are hard numbers to hit for anybody you would have to really practice to get that I, i'm telling you there are guys in the military that i was with that couldn't have done that especially in that time frame so i mean uh, it really wasn't that long it's it's crazy yeah so, so that, think, that, that's a great point so let me ask you this um because there was so many people and it was estimated there was 20,000 people at this concert. Um, it's still hard to shoot, shoot and kill that many in, in a group yeah, of 20,000. Yeah. Well, okay. It, you have to yeah, take it, into ex- account. Explain to the like, audience why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to take into account. Uh, this isn't a range where it's just paper targets or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, you are in, even if, okay, and this is, it kind of rolls into the next one is this guy obviously to get that had to have some sort of training to be able to scout an area well enough to pick this exact spot with this exact, you know, defilade shooting, which is shooting down on somebody. Uh, and, you know, I mean, there's just so much thought put into this on a level of, you know, to me, it's law enforcement, military level thought. You know, I mean, sure. it's not just some random guy. You can Google all this stuff, I'm sure. But to be able to put it into action uh, on a planning phase, because you're talking about like some sort of reconnaissance level training. And then also literally take, you know, go through with it to the point that it's kind of like, man, that is that is something else. You know, it, it's just to be able to under that stress, knowing there are, there are police officers coming to kill you. You know, they, he knows the second that he shoots, there are law enforcement, a lot of them coming right. for him. Right. You know, so that's stress. And then knowing you're killing these people, you know, even even a psychopath who doesn't value their life at all knows that that's what he's trying to do. And that kind of objective is stressful. And then taking into account, it's a bump stock. Bump stocks have uh, it will move the barrel around a lot. So he has to know how to shoot the bump stock fairly well to hit these, which I guess you could get at the range, do you, but considering the stress, sure. that's crazy. L- uh, all right, so let me ask you this then. D- do you think it was a bump stock? I mean, okay. 
this is where it starts to get hairy. Whenever I first listened to it, yep. I thought, no way. I thought, no way. That's a bump stock. But now that I've kind of searched around, because I'm, I'm not a weapons expert or anything like that. But now that I'm searched around, it feels like maybe. I mean, I'm leaving that within the within the realm of possibility still. But it's still like, man, that guy, the the number of rounds fired is outlandish you know i mean crazy right yeah yeah even for uh, even if okay the way i look at it is if he's changing magazines okay he is slapping he is running through magazines on this on this weapon you know so option two is you have a bunch of weapons lined up with magazines already loaded and you're just throwing a weapon down picking another one up he is still i mean taking into consideration the number of casualties it's it's mind blowing, you know. I mean, he has to literally throw down something that he is looking at these people through the sights. He has to regain his sights on the crowd if he's going through weapons, and not magazines. And it's still, it's like, how did he do this? It yeah, yeah, I'm 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 with you on all of this, man. I just it, none of it adds up, and uh, you know, again, there's no pictures of this guy coming in and out. What's, what's okay, okay? That's a big one for me. Yeah, and what, what's, is, what's the dude? It's Vegas. I know. I've it's, been it's to Vegas. Vegas. I know. I, I look. I, I've been a million times. I probably go three or four times a year. I, I love Vegas. Um, I, I just it's it's a blast. I'm not a gambler in real life, but I you know I'll go there and, and have a good time and bet on sports and shit like I'll that. I'll spend twenty dollars on the penny slots all day. Yeah, I am not touching the big big tables, but I'll play those little video games that take twenty dollars at a time. Absolutely. I'll do those all day. It's, so yep. so why, why is there not one picture from the fbi or any law enforcement like office have you, have in you vegas. heard about the case from the media having to sue las vegas to try to get this information out of them I, recently I, I have and uh and i find that odd and fascinating as well and like i, I don't what is the reasoning behind that because usually look you get a Take take this guy who blew up the you know he pipe bombed himself on fucking forty second Avenue, uh, the, the other, worst bomber yeah, in the history of yeah, bombers. Holy crap! If you can't even kill yourself as a fucking terrorist, <laughs> yeah, dude, then you terrible. you deserve to be raped in prison for the next sixty years of your life. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So, but but with that, like, dude, I, I would say within two hours, we we had a, a photo of that guy cuffed, burned yeah. up, burned to shit. We had his fucking driver's license we we had everything on this guy they could not get to that fast enough yeah you know what i'm saying whereas with, with, with this guy like you take the stephen paddock thing when this first happened i remember for the first 48 to 72 hours after this happened the only picture we had was that that one where he was had his eyes closed at like a okay. benny hannas on that subject okay you have to take into account like scale of attack you know what i'm saying like okay like you were talking about with the with a recent guy who's maybe the worst suicide bomber in the history of suicide bombers. I mean, Jesus, come on guy. But, uh, (laughs) this guy, yeah. Like you were saying, they couldn't get that out fast enough, but then in comparison to the U S recent, at least recent history's most prolific mass murderer, like ever, you know, I mean, that is crazy, crazy to think that they literally haven't even shown us a video of him walking around yet. You know, I mean, come no, on. Not 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 come one. Come on. Or or yeah. him getting out of a car or just carrying one bag. Just give me literally a fucking nothing. photo. It is wild. Yeah, just give me one fucking photo of this guy carrying one bag that that, that resembles fucking guns and then I'd be like, "All right. Yeah, he, I, he and fucking this, this 
I'll give you this right here too. Okay. This is where it gets into a little bit more conspiratorial type stuff. But for me, uh, whenever I immediately, probably within two or three days after the attack, when those, uh, crime scene photos first started coming out, where it was just the photos where he'd shot himself and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. When those first came out, I immediately looked down and saw his hands and his hands have gloves on him. Now you tell me if you're going to shoot yourself in the face. Okay. You it, obviously he's playing this out well enough to stockpile weapons, ammunition, recon the site to make sure he gets a deflated fire and can hit as many people as possible. And he's practiced at the range enough to do this well. Okay. Sure. He has put on gloves yet plans on killing himself. Why? He's going those gloves. Anybody that fires pretty often a weapon knows that any, anything between your physical finger and the trigger can affect the shot. And so, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to try to shoot somebody or a bunch of people, uh, as accurately as possible, why wear gloves? Yeah, it would, it would be virtually impossible. You know, I have not seen the photo where he's wearing gloves. That's, that is crazy interesting. He's laying in the floor. And if you look down, he's got gloves on his hand. Yeah. It's it's the first thing I noticed. You know what? That's strange, man. I, I, I'll, I'm going to go back and look at those photos. You're the first person to bring this up, but if that's true and that is the case, like that would be super interesting because firing, you know, look, I'm not the biggest gun guy in the world. You know, I have five or six, but uh, firing with a with a with a glove on would be extremely difficult. It's um, considerably more difficult than just without them on. You know. Yeah. And and even if even if he just had them and was you know on him just in case, he wouldn't want to fire with them on unless he didn't want fingerprints on stuff. In my mind, that's what it's saying. He's sure. trying, he's thinking about the exit plan. If he's gone through this whole process of coming up with how to shoot or and kill or maim as many people as possible. And he's probably come up with the process of how the hell do I get out of here? And to me, wearing the gloves is a simple answer of it'll at least stall long enough for me to get as far away as possible. That's what I'm thinking. Right. And so, and that's why he would wear them while firing. But why wear them while firing if you don't ever plan on leaving? You know, if your yeah. whole point is to kill a bunch of people, doesn't so, make any sense. So, so what, what do you think? Let me ask you what your, your end theory is on this. I honestly think uh, he wasn't the only guy up there. I honestly think they, whoever it was that was with him, picked him for his anonymity. Okay. He, right. Obviously, he's hard to figure out. Yeah. That part, I think, was absolutely planned out. Get the media wondering why or who he is. But then whoever was with him figured out the cops are about to be here, you know, put one underneath his chin and then just calmly walked out the back door. That's probably why you haven't seen any videos is there's probably some really questionable people walking around this room at about this time. And who they are may or may not be good for the people who have this information. That's kind of where I'm going with it. I don't yeah, know sure. any details past that, but right. that would makes the most sense in my mind. I believe they told this this guy, you're coming with us whenever we're done. We're hightailing it out of here. They helped him plan the whole thing. Uh, they were doing the dang thing. And whenever the cops started coming, they turned it around on him and took off. Wow. This is super fascinating. I, look, this was a, this was a great uh, conversation. I appreciate you uh, taking the time tonight, Dustin. Hey, I appreciate you giving me a call. 
Hell yeah, man. Uh, dude, this, the, you were fucking awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Give me a call anytime. <laughs> All right, cool. Take care, <laughs> man. Hello? Hi, this is Ben Kelly. Oh, my God. Is this Ross? Yo, what's up, dude? How are you, Holy man? Holy shit. What's going on, man? How's it going? <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry. Dude, it's fucking awesome, man. It's, uh, I appreciate you letting me call you this late. No, fuck yeah, man. I'm I'm glad you called. I actually was telling my wife that when you call, I got to say it's the big dick daddy himself, and my mother-in-law slapped me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, look, <laughs> show, show your mother-in-law a picture of me. I think I think she'll for, she'll she'll forgive I, you. I I bet she will. She's in love with Matt Best. Not really. She gets mad every time I say that. But. Well, look, we look, we all are. Um, I <laughs> I understand it. You know, he's one of my best friends, and God damn it, I don't I don't, I still think about fucking the dude. You know? Oh my! Oh yeah! No, and I see him on an almost daily basis. I wouldn't say that, but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, what area code is this? By the way, uh, I'm Salt Lake City, Utah. You are in Salt Lake City. Okay, cool. I, I, I thought I thought it looked familiar, and I was like, all right, this looks like a Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, uh number uh so let me we we're we're talking about vegas conspiracy theories tonight i obviously we did yeah. a show uh six weeks ago and right. uh we're doing a follow-up i thought i thought you know by now we would have answers and a motive and all that stuff we have nothing uh right. what do you think went down ben um honestly i'm gonna say it was a rogue fbi cia or three-letter government agency like rogue operation gone wrong um, and the way that I look at it, and, and like when you look at videos, stuff like that, people are coming out saying, oh, look, there's multiple shooters. You have the guy that you have people on the ground, um, you have helicopters, you know, shit like that. And the, the way that I think about it is you have a three letter government agency. You have the guy who was able to purchase all these firearms. Obviously, he did it legally from what the media said. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah. So when he did that, you have them setting up, I'm, I'm going to say it was most likely with some sort of terrorist organization, because I'm also going to be tying it in with the Saudi Arabian prince, um, or whoever the fuck he is that, that was in town. The, the, the guy that just got arrested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when he was in Vegas, so I'm going to tie it in a little bit with that, with more of the facts that come out. And the way that I think about it is ISIS or whoever, some sort of terrorist organization. I mean, there's tons of them out there. We're in cahoots with, you know, whoever it may be with the money that we have. And, and in my mind, it's a rogue operation gone wrong. Because on if you think about on how many shots he was able to get off, you had 10 minutes of shooting um, prior to the police ever breaching the door from the first 911 call. You had the security guard calling in almost immediately when um, when he was shot, supposedly. But it still took him an hour and a half for the cops just to even find him. And then you have the security guard upping, leaving, everything like that. So I'm thinking that what happened was the the three-letter government agency was meeting up, doing a gun deal with said terrorist organization. Something happened. Stephen Paddock turned out to be the fault guy. Three-letter government agency upped and left. And then whatever terrorist organization that was there, whatever organization that they were a part of, ended up unleashing their massacre as far as that goes, because you have the other people saying, oh, there are shootings in the Aria, the MGM Grand, but you have no media outlets saying that. But you have Snapchat stories, you have Facebook Live videos, everything like that going around the Internet of people in those areas saying, holy shit, there's a dude with a machine gun in here, whatever it is. And sure. So so, so, yeah. so let, let's say that is the case. How, right. how did said organization get out of that hotel room 
alive and not being um, noticed. Then, then that's where the law enforcement aspect comes into. As much as I respect law enforcement, appreciate everything first responders do, it's sad on how quick someone with money and with technology nowadays is able to implicate that. Because you have recordings, you have people saying, oh, the police were on the floor. Like after more details came out, you heard that there were a couple police officers that were on the floor right after the shooting happened, yet it still took an hour and a half for them to even find the hotel room. So in my mind, I'm thinking that said organization had access to law enforcement style uniforms. I mean, when you're in a situation like that, you have a shooting going on. People that don't really know the trained eye aren't going to look at a, a uniform security guard the same way that they're going to be looking at a cop. I mean, they're all going to look the same. They, you know, it's the, it's a deterrent aspect. So in my mind, they had uniforms, they had it set up that way as the fall and, and use that as their, as their escape. Interesting. Say. Interesting. Because, because if you think about it, you're not going to think twice. You see cops running through a hotel room where there's a shooting or where there's any major shooting. You're not going to think twice about, you know, seeing any first responder. It's kind of like, if have you, I'm assuming you've seen the town with Ben Affleck. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I do. I, do, you, do you don't follow my Instagram by any chance, do you? I do not. Oh, actually, I do. Yeah, you're up, You're doing the thing with the Save Ben. Save Ben, yes. Yeah. So I've, I've been yeah. doing these Save Ben Affleck posts. Ever since he went sober, he looks like he's going to kill himself. So <laughs> I think we should give him drugs and alcohol. So yes, I, I, I have seen the town. I, I, I uh, enjoyed that very much, and I believe Mr. Affleck directed that as well. Oh yeah, no, yeah. incredible movie. Yeah, but it's just like in the end of the movie when they're over in the bot when they're over in Fenway Park, how they dressed up as police officers. They went in, obviously took security guards hostage. You know, were able to do their thing up until the point of the FBI finding out. Same situation. People aren't going to think twice. You look at a uniformed officer. You keep your mouth shut. You just look like you're doing your thing, and that's going to be the same way. You're running through a hotel. People are running. You're having shooting going on, then that's all you have are the cops looking for the person. No one's going to think twice about that. And you see cops running downstairs, people running out. You know, all you're going to think is these guys are just trying to find them, even though said people could be the ones that just committed the massacre. Sure. Because you have people saying, oh, there's a 10th floor, you know, a taxi cab saying 10th floor, but you're seeing, you know, they have strobe lights. You're listening to the gunshots, uh, the the supposed muzzle Muzzle flash. Yeah. Yeah. isn't adding up with the the gun you know when you're seeing all these people running around saying oh look at these bump stock guns you know it's it a lot of it's just not adding up and for in my mind like i said bad gun deal went wrong something had to tie in with the the prince that was just arrested or whoever the hell he was yeah you know everything like that it's just, it to me it's just all tying in as one big thing and our government was a part of it realize that something went south wanted out of it gotcha gotcha so so why why kill all the people i guess is my question just for a cover-up um i i i couldn't say um if, if we're talking about said terrorist organization during this like time of happening like i mean everyone literally hates america like we have a fat little north korean guy with no no totally i I, I guess i guess my question would be this why not pop open the window you know fire for let's say two minutes instead of what was it 11 because 11 is a long goddamn time no it really is so i if i was in that room and i was shooting and Mm -hmm. you know let's say something had gone wrong 
I don't think I would spend 11 minutes because it's, it's oh. so long. So in, unless that, you know, you were planning on getting killed, 11 minutes is a long time. You know, may, maybe you fire for one, two minutes and then get the fuck out of there. I can see that. But 11 right. minutes is a long time. W- why do you think that long then? Mass casualty, mass fear. Um, I mean, if you think about it during that time, no one knew his exact pinpoint location, even though you had a security guard calling on his radio or calling on his phone, whatever the fuck, like the story is like you listen to him. He's changed his story and the news changed his story. Oh, he, yeah, they, 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 the hallway. The police hallway. department in Vegas, like everybody's changed that story 30 times. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's like my thing. Like you have a guy in your hotel room. Like I used to work security at one of the local malls in Salt Lake, you know, and it was right across the street from a homeless shelter. And there were times like, you didn't respond when you're near this area, when you're doing your, your rounds in this area, you know, people started freaking out, you know, wondering, did something happen? Even though we were working at a mall, it was an outdoor mall. Right. But it's the same thing there. I mean, you have some guy calling one of your employees calling in saying, Hey, I'm shot in the fucking leg. There's a shooter on this floor. This is the hotel room that he shot me from. Send me help. And instead you have an hour and a half response time from the time that the SWAT team breached the door, even though you had however many law enforcement officers at the door, like on the same floor during the same time happening. And then you have no radio transmissions either during that time. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's another thing is it, is it took like, you know, something like 80 minutes to get inside the hotel room when, you know, he, he shot for 11 minutes. So what happened with that other, you know, 68 plus minutes or whatever it is. And and that's where I'm saying the scapegoat could have happened. You had the guys dress up in uniform, run out. That's their time to get away. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Steven Paddock, ball guy, like, you know, even though if he's guilty for it, you've you've seen the crime scene pictures. I mean, I listen to the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen all of them. Uh, Somebody, a, a caller earlier Brought, mm-hmm. brought up somebody uh, something interesting earlier that said, uh, if you look closely, he's wearing gloves. Right. And I, I didn't notice he was wearing gloves. And when I when he brought that up, I was thinking to myself, well, like, you know, again, I, I'm a gun owner. I, I own a few guns. It would be really sure. hard to fire with gloves on. Absolutely. Uh, especially with some, some sort of accuracy, unless you were, right. you know, a fucking professional. Um, right. So, uh, you, you know, if, if you were like Evan Hafer or somebody like that, where it's just like, oh, all right, shit. Wow. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, the average guy or uh, uh, somebody like that wouldn't be able to do that. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's look, the whole fucking thing is strange. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do this, this follow up episode was to let people know, hey, I, I didn't, for, we, we're not forgetting about this story. Um, oh, no. We're trying to keep it going because it, it is dead. I mean, it, there is nothing on this story at all. They covered it up pretty quick, especially with the the dude in New York City. Um, I believe it was like the the one that happened right after that, the terrorist incident that happened right after that, where the dude ran people over in the U-Haul truck. Yes. That made front news. And then you have everyone in Hollywood coming out saying that everyone's a child molester and a kitty toucher, you know, and they're all 30-year-old accusations. Like you have people coming out of the woodwork saying, you know, Kevin Spacey touched me, you know, Donald Trump's now touching me. You know, you have shit like that, too, that that is in my mind trying to cover up trying to bring people away from the news story a lot of stuff's happening like to bring back even like the sandy hook massacre or the aurora massacre you have other things that have been brought up in the news in the media to direct people's attention away from people asking a ton of questions 
And Vegas is one of those ones. Like in one of the most recent interviews, I can't remember which one it is exactly, when you had the sheriff going through, reading through um, his verbatim, his press conference, the dude is nervous as all fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every every press conference he does, like he looks like he's on edge or there's somebody – with a gun to in in his back where it's just like, Hey yeah. man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yep. And it's like, you either say this now or I'm going to shoot you in front of everyone. And then it's going to all fall right back on you. Like, and then when you see him in other non Vegas press conferences prior to this, you know, I have a couple of friends from Vegas that we're all talking. They've seen him in press conferences too. Yeah. He wasn't like that at all. And you're not like that prior to a massacre, even though I'm, you know, I'm sure the dude's been through a lot, you know, he had a, you know, his county where he has cops was shot the fuck up. Like, I mean, yeah, I get that, you know, but it's months later. It's, I shouldn't say months. It's like weeks later. A lot of time has passed and you're still acting skittish about the whole situation, but you're still able to to peacefully live on with your life. So it's just not adding up to me. No, no. And, and somebody else brought up earlier that he might be retiring next year. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The whole thing seems super odd because, you know, at first when this happened, that guy was gung-ho. Hey, I'm going to give you all the information. Here's what we know, all of that stuff. And then that that just stopped like a week later. It, it dropped off the face of the planet. After that, it's what's the newest update? Oh, it's everything about the dude's girlfriend at that point. Yeah. Like it's no yeah. longer about the shooting. It's like, oh, what's going on with her life? Oh, this is all the money that they brought over to the Philippines. It's like no one gives a fuck about all the money. No one cares about her. It's about who he is what he did and and who was there because just like in previous press conferences oh someone used his um his key card when he was in the hotel room you know he had chargers that didn't belong to any of his devices like you're not just going to bring that shit around and then you have the people that will sit there and say well how does someone bring in 30 plus guns without the hotel security knowing well if you're like him you know guns you can take them apart fit them in a bag and look inconspicuous and walk into a hotel room with a with a suitcase Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, look, it's super strange. I I don't know if we're ever going to get an answer to it, but uh, I, I, you know, I want to keep talking about it and hopefully it it somewhat stays in the public eye for a little bit longer, but uh, I don't know if we'll ever get an answer to this. I really don't. I I don't think we do. And it's a damn shame, but I, I, I hope that someone will pull their head out of their ass and, and say, or talk about what the public doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, look, I look, I appreciate you letting me call you tonight and being on the show, man. I, I, I greatly, sincerely appreciate the time. Well, I appreciate you calling me. It, it's a it's a real honor and dream to actually talk to you as well. <laughs> hey, man, I, I appreciate it. And uh, you have a great night and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. You as well, man. Have a good one. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. So look, uh, after all of this, tonight we heard some interesting theories. At least, fuck um, the Saudi the Saudi Prince one's super interesting. I, I have been following that, and it's like, you know, they've arrested a hundred of them. Why? I, I I don't know. I don't know that region well enough. I don't know their their country or their culture well enough. Um, uh, it, it seems super. Whenever somebody of that magnitude gets arrested. For and they're that rich, I, I'm always really super suspicious because typically you're you're rich enough to buy your way out of anything. Um, 
so that that story was was always a little weird but uh uh look i i'll try to do what i can to to keep this story um somewhat in the in the public and uh in public view hopefully we can keep talking about it try to get some answers and, I, and no lie I, I really am going to vegas uh next month um and uh i'm gonna pop into the hotel and try to try to get some answers myself and try to get somebody who works there on the show um i think that would be unbelievably fascinating so we'll see what goes down but uh i appreciate listening to ross patterson revolution i appreciate you uh let me call you this late and being on the show. And uh, I look, I appreciate all the sponsors who, who let us do crazy fucked up shows like this all the time because uh, a lot of people would balk at this. So uh, special shout out to you know Black Rifle Coffee, uh, Strike Force Energy, StraightRazors.com, and, uh, and the rest, man. We, we, we love you. Uh, good night, everyone.